Welcome back to the Believe, Be Real, Be Bold podcast. I'm Dave Glazer in Denver, Colorado. Wanting to follow up on last week's podcast episode where we talked about how to date during the next lockdown. And today's topic is going to be how to take it to the next step and become exclusive or at least define the boundaries in your relationship while you're seeing somebody during the lockdown, during quarantine, during shelter in place, and during the holidays as well. So without further delay, let's get to it, guys. I've had a lot of conversations with people in our community over Instagram or email or in our private group calls recently about like how to ask for what you want. And so the principles that we're going to talk about in today's episode can be applied to a lot of different areas of your life, not just determining exclusivity. And this conversation begins with another opportunity to establish boundaries between yourself and the other person. To reiterate last week's episode, setting boundaries is showing love to your partner, showing love to another, and also showing love to yourself. And when we get into today's conversation, I want to remind you guys that it can be at any level at which you want to define the relationship. It can still be casual with boundaries. It can still be COVID exclusive with boundaries. It can be full exclusivity with boundaries. You may not even have to put a label on it of boyfriend, girlfriend, or define a relationship agreement at this time. That's to borrow a concept from John Kim, the angry therapist who's been a guest on the podcast before. And we really appreciate his insight into creating a container for the relationship with a relationship agreement. Oftentimes when we begin seeing somebody new and we're extremely attracted to them, uh, we have a little bit of fear of loss and we have a little bit of anxiety that comes up around um, asking for what we want, believing that we deserve what we want, and going about it in a healthy and mindful way. Uh, what we've been uncovering recently on the podcast through this mini series is having the mindset of being conscious while dating is the best approach in modern dating. The conversation that we have in our community is who should take the lead? Is that the masculine or the feminine in the partnership? The answer is both or either. Either one of you in the relationship can approach this conversation. What I like to be mindful of and to be conscious of is that the masculine energy in the relationship is there to take the lead. That's what the feminine feels is making an effort and that's a common complaint in modern dating is that the feminine energy really feels like the masculine is not making an effort right now. And therefore, we can kind of make some assumptions about that masculine partner in the relationship is that are they truly in their sovereignty? Are they truly in their sacred masculine at the time? Because if they were, they would be able to naturally take the lead and relieve some of that pressure that the feminine energy is feeling amongst modern dating. You can find that a lot through online dating. You can find that through the apps. You can find that in social media, and you can find that in authentically meeting a person at the park or the grocery store. The common complaint in modern dating is that the masculine is not taking the lead. And it's super frustrating for the feminine when she's in her divine and ready and willing to accept a masculine partner into her life. So we can dive a little bit deeper into the masculine and the feminine energies, which we do weekly in our private group. So if you're curious about how to apply that concept to your life right now, don't hesitate to try it out free for one week. 
click the link in our Instagram bio or head on over to our website and apply now. Okay, so who do we determine should take the lead here? Honestly, it's either person. The first person who thinks of bringing up, are we exclusive and wanting to define the relationship is the person masculine or, or feminine who should be taking the lead here. And it begins by asking the other person, hey, do you have a time for a personal conversation that I'd like to have with you? And you can judge a lot about where that person is at based on their response or their reaction, because those are two completely different things. So once you ask for the time or ask for the person's attention to have this conversation, I want you to label what you want. I want you to be very clear, and I want you to open the door for their response. If you get a really distinctly uncomfortable reaction from this person, then that's not your person. And it's an opportunity for you to understand where the other person is at. And if you're not on the same page, that's great. Thank them and move on. But it's not that simple. We're going to have to ask curious questions about where the other person is at, what they're feeling in this moment, what they're feeling about how the dating experience is going for the both of you. And that's what happens when you open the door for another person's response. It's creating a safe place, a safe container for both of you to share exactly what it is that you want to get out of this experience right now. So that's the first step in becoming uh, either COVID exclusive, casually exclusive, or um, exclusive exclusive in the modern era of dating where we have a global pandemic going on and we have a whole lot of question marks about our physical health, mental health, and emotional health in the world right now. This is another opportunity when you've asked for the other person's time to have this conversation is another opportunity for you to share very clearly what you don't want in a relationship or don't want in a, a, an agreement at this time. This is an opportunity for you to reiterate your boundaries. Hey, I've noticed that you like to spend time with your guy friends out at an outdoor concert or out at a brewery that has picnic tables. Those are both great behaviors, and I really support you on that. That just makes me a little bit uncomfortable right now, considering the spike in all of the COVID cases right now. That's a simple, non-confrontational way to approach what it is that you don't want in a relationship agreement or uh, when you set your boundaries with a potential partner. And you can really understand a lot about where the person is coming from by their response or their reaction. Are they opening the door for you to share your opinions and feelings and thoughts on the situation? Or are they just shutting it down and saying, nope, that's not it for me. You know, uh, thank you for your time, but I'm going to move on to somebody who allows me to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And that would be considered more of like a reaction to you opening the door for a healthy, conscious conversation with somebody that you may not know that well. Maybe this is two or three dates in, maybe it's five or six dates in, and you're starting to become more conscious and concerned for your own physical, mental, and emotional safety at this time. If that person shows up with a response or a reaction, this is a great opportunity for you to check in with yourself, be conscious of where you're at, and you ask yourself, what makes me feel safe and secure right now? Is this person capable of meeting my needs when I'm voicing them clearly and compassionately and with a whole lot of grace for another person's experience right now? If the answer is yes, then we can proceed with asking our potential partner. This is an opportunity to ask more curious questions. 
okay, what do you feel like when I'm working in person with clients? What do you feel like when I'm training at a local gym? Because I feel like my mental and emotional and physical health is improved when I'm lifting heavy weights. And it's something that I'm passionate about. And it's something that I crave. And it's something that's a big part of my routine. It helps me show up better as a partner. What are your feelings about me training with other people in a public gym like that? Would you prefer me to go find a private facility that only allows five to 10 people in their entire facility at a time? Those private training studios are becoming fewer and farther between right now because they can't scale their business in the way that they were able to before COVID and before this second lockdown. So maybe there's another alternative. Maybe that private training studio is doing online workouts at this time. And if that's something that you and your potential partner agree on, that's the right fit for one person maintaining their physical, mental, and emotional health, while the other person is reiterating their boundaries and what makes them feel safe and secure at this time. It's a great opportunity for you to deepen the connection with somebody that you want to become exclusive with. Again, this can be at any level that you choose and that is agreed upon by your partner. And then finally, uh, what comes along with this relationship agreement, defining what you want, what you don't want, is describing what healthy communication looks like for you, and then understanding um, how your partner wants to be communicated with at this time too. That could be anywhere from how often you check in over text or how often times you call each other, or as far as to say, how many times per week would you like to see each other? In the very beginning, when I like to date, it's a slow startup. For me, it's more like once a week. And then the closer we grow together, then we increase to two times a week. And then from there, we can discuss through healthy communication how frequently we want to see each other while being mindful of our safety and security, as well as our boundaries that we established in the beginning. The boundaries that we talk about at the initial onset of our exclusive conversation can be flexible and they can change and they can grow over time. Well, it just may happen that you grow a deeper connection with this casual partner or somebody that you want to be their boyfriend, girlfriend, and it happens naturally over time. And this is where we can fall back and reflect on our attachment styles. An anxious partner will want to see the other person more often, hear from that person more often, receive texts, um, receive calls, and give more emotional calls to their partner than say like the secure or the avoidant. The avoidantly attached person is going to be more hesitant to get involved right away. And that's why the curious questions is so important to open up that door of relating between one and the other. Because an avoidant attachment style is going to be a little bit cautious, a little bit more fearful of the intimacy that comes with those conversations and how frequently you text, how frequently you call, and also how frequently you spend time together in person. Whereas when, you, when you're dating a secure person, they're innately able to um, receive the emotional calls from the anxious attachment and give reassurance without uh, making it a big deal, without making it a fight. And the securely attached person is also going to meet the needs of the avoidant when they ask for distance or when they crave distance or when they need distance, but they may not actually say it out loud. 
So the secure person is going to be like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a couple of days. How have you been? What's up? They're going to approach things in a very non-accusatory, um, very non-confrontational way of just like, hey, it's been a couple of days. I thought I'd check in with you. How are you? Would love to see you this weekend. That's what it sounds like to be with a secure partner. What it sounds like to be with an anxious partner is more like, hey, I haven't heard from you in two hours. What are you up to? Where are you at? Who are you with? And that can be very unsettling to the avoidant attached um, who may actually say like, after a couple of days of not checking in, hey, I know that I've been really distant the last couple of days. Work's been crazy. Um, how have you been? What are you up to this weekend? And that might be the two or three different ways that those attachment styles communicate from their experience and from their point of view. So asking curious questions when you're trying to establish what level of exclusivity you guys are at right now is a great opportunity to deepen the connection. Until next week, guys, this is Dave Glazer in Denver, Colorado, wanting to say thank you for everybody who's been tuning in recently and asking questions via Instagram. We would really appreciate a five-star rating and a written review. Uh, that goes a really long way for us to bring you content that's really geared towards what you're looking for in your um, authentic dating, conscious dating, and modern dating experience. So head on over to your favorite podcast app and give us a five-star review. That, that would go a long way to helping us get the message out to more people. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we're going to talk about when to send the good morning the birthday text, and the holiday text to an ex or to a brand new dating partner. Can't wait to bring you that unique perspective from the Enneagram and the attachment styles all brought into one great conversation. Talk to you next week. Don't worry about the rumors here. Stop listening to the little birds.